What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Quackin' PDX, the number one podcast for Oregonian sports fanatics. Today, I'm here with my homie, Zachary Darrington, and I'm so excited because we are going to do a special episode about the Seattle Mariners, the Major League Baseball team for the Pacific Northwest. What's up, Zach? How's it going? What's up, Daniel? How you doing, man? I'm man. so glad. I'm I'm glad to be on the on the podcast, man. No, of course, man. It's, I'm looking forward to uh to talking with you. You've been a friend of mine for what eight nine years now. Of course, since TVA days. <laughs> back back in TVA days, man. Back at TVA, man. Okay, so the the Seattle Mariners, the uh, the professional heartbreakers, the winning fifty four percent is their management likes to say um where do we even start um i'd say i'd say the you know the the, uh, the definition the slang of of mid very does come in handy when you bring up the seattle mariners no it, it absolutely does the mariners are really really good at being average and and and, and man- management saying we, we, we intend to win 54 percent of games is not very appealing to your audience it's not it's not no it's not no it is not it's not it's not exciting at all and cheap management who uh refuses to pay players who want to come to seattle it's just it's all very frustrating but mm-hmm. let's uh let's run it back to last season um last year cal Raleigh hit a walk-off home run and the mariners made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years it was actually a great moment for us mariner fans um one of few great moments. And yeah, do you remember where you were when you hit that walk off home run? Um I was in So I was, I, do. I was I was living in Oregon and I was actually okay, I okay. I, I was getting Boba and um it was near the uh, Fred Myers and I was just kinda like checking the, the MLB app and I yeah. saw uh, bases empty, two outs, and I just assumed they were going to the tenth inning, and so mm-hmm. I turned off my phone, and then and then um, I opened up YouTube, and it said Rick Riz's call of Cal Raleigh uh, walking it off. Um, yeah. Um, the 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 three two pitch from Moss Trevino, and then he just sent it into the stands, and it, it's over. The drought is over. It was just, it, it was, it, it was, was a like be- a movie, if that makes sense. It was. No, it was a beautiful moment. I remember I was, I was at the beach, um, at our beach house, and we were watching the game on the TV, and yeah, smack that thing. Ended the drought. Everyone was so excited. It was like Mariners fans. It was a long time coming, and uh, the Mar- Mariners went on in the playoffs last year, um, beat the Toronto Blue Jays. In a three-game series, won the first two games, right? Pretty sure we did. <laughs> um, yeah, we we um. So let's break it down. For the first game, we have Castillo on the mound, on the mound, and Luis mm-hmm. had been handing. He'd been an ace all season. He'd been. Yeah. He was a Cy Young um, in the voting, but Mariners <laughs> fans knew that. Come on, we, this guy is this guy's a unit. You know. Yeah. He's gonna show out in Toronto, and mm-hmm. he puts up a. Um, no, no runs. No, it was four to zero. I remember it was four nothing in game one, 
I remember the first inning, right off the bat, Kawhi hit a home run. Uh, Julio got a RBI. Um, it was just it was three to nothing in the first inning, and then Toronto could never really keep up. And then in the, in the second game was the historic game. Do you remember that, Daniel? I don't know if I do. Remind me. So, the the Mariners are down. Hmm, I, I they are down eight to one. Okay. Oh, was that crazy? Yes, I no, I do. So so, we know who this guy is now. What? Tiasca Hernandez had two home runs in that game for the for the Blue Jays. And we, I think we had a, um, we had Robbie Ray on the mound that, that day. Uh, we'll get into him later, you know. Uh, we want to keep it respectful on here. Uh, I mean, for now, we'll keep it respectful. Yeah. Uh, but, but uh, right now it's you know business. So, so we had that Robbie Ray on the mound, and then I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure they we had they had um, who was his name? Uh, Gosman on the mound in game two for, Blue, for, for the Blue Jays, and he he was dealing. But he was, then, he was a good pitcher. He was a good pitcher, and they only, he only gave up one run. And then, then he gets taken out. I think, I think like mid fifth. But I I just remember um, Santana hit a big three run home run, cut it in half, and you know, it's still a three run game. You know, it's still you know a lot of work needs to be done. And then. Here's the big play. Base is loaded, right? JP up the bat. <sighs> yeah. When he hit the ball, I thought it was a flyout. I thought it was just a normal pop-out flyout. I thought Springer was going to get right up to it. It goes over Springer's head. Bobachet lands with Springer in the outfield, and four runs score, and we get the lead. And that was that, that was the top of the eight. Can you can you believe how big big that was? If we don't if we don't that doesn't happen, we're not scoring three runs in the ninth inning. Yeah. We'll that game and who the hell knows what happens in game three? You know who knows what happened? Mm-hmm. And, no, uh, I mean, first playoff series win in over twenty years for the Mariners. It was it was pretty sweet. Since two thousand one, two thousand yeah, two thousand one. And then so then the Mariners advance to the <laughs> the NLCS against the. The Houston Astros and the, we the, all, the ALCS or the ALCS, muffle, muffle. The ALCS, and we all know what happens next, man. Uh, the Mariners competed with the Astros, and last year, like no one competed with the Astros. We had the the infamous eighteen inning game where, uh, oh, man, mm, I'm gonna say <sighs> one name. Jordan Alvarez. Okay. Yeah. You had the 18-inning game, <clears throat> and then... Jordan. And then you had the, the Jordan walk-off. I remember I was with my friend, and we were, uh, we were like, walking outside and watching the game on his phone. And uh, Robbie Ray, Jordan Alvarez, sends that thing to the moon. My friend had, like, a brand-new iPhone 12 mini, and he chucked it on the ground, and it shattered. Because we were so pissed. <laughs> and, oh, it was it was a really painful moment for Mariners fans. Houston went on last year to win the to win the World Series. And uh We we were the most competitive team with the Astros. No, yeah, we competed with them more than anyone else. And that led into this season. 
which um, was supposed to be super bright, Julio's uh, sophomore campaign. And the pitching, you know, was really, really good to start out the year. Um, our offense was not looking good. Julio was not looking good. Um, no one could hit. Kelnick was doing good and then got hurt. He, you know, he, 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 the thing of Kelnick, good plays with a lot of passion. And we know that. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason why I like him so much is because I, I like show players, but I also like it when players show that passionate grit, that side of them that they want, they're hungry to win and they want to do good. They, 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 they're competitive enough. And that's, that's what I loved about Kelnick. You know, he kicked the cooler. Like, that's, that's how much it meant to it, you know. No, exactly. He uh, broke his foot kicking a cooler and was out for a while. And the Mariners were, like, yeah, exactly as Zach said, definition of mid. We were uh, a game up, a game back of 500 um, all the way into the All-Star break, which the All-Star game, guys, was in Seattle. It was an exciting moment for Mariners fans. And Julio, Julio hey, hey. in the – yeah, what? We know who. Hey, we know who showed up in the All Star game. We know Man, who showed up in the home run, home run derby. Julio Rodriguez set a record. How many did he hit? Like forty. For, for, oh yeah, like forty four, something like that. It was wild, man. I mean, he went crazy. Set a new record. Um, it was really a great moment for Seattle baseball fans and Seattle sports and Northwest sports. Um, and there was a lot of a lot of hype around the Mariners coming out of the break. And what they do, we like blew a series to Cincinnati. Um, we were a few games back, 500, and we were just kind of hanging out mid for a while. Um, and then they started winning. Right? Who sparked it? Was it was it Gino? I'm a, I'm I feel- a fun player that I'm very very. That I I I think was. Batting in the ninth spot for most of the year. Batting in the eighth spot most of the year. Couldn't buy a hit last year at times. You know, it was mostly just known for a shortstop defense. Man, J.P. Crawford, man, hell of a job this year. J.P. Like, Crawford went crazy, man. He got us going. He was the heart and soul, the passion of the Mariners team. He really is. Uh, that's, that's absolutely right. And, 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 I, and I, I think Julio is overall better, but if they were to trade J.P., it would mean just as much if they were to trade Julio. I would I would not forgive them if they did either one of those. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, I mean, you remember as well as I did. The Mariners just started winning. Julio got super hot. Um, the pitching was doing really good. I actually had the honor of going to a Mariners game against uh, against the Padres. Um, Emerson Hancock's MLB debut, where he actually pitched really well against. Uh, Against those star hitters for the Padres, Juan Soto and uh, Tatis Jr. and I know, Machado, I know. and it was a it was a great win. It was like a boring game until uh, the eighth inning. Who else but Cal Raleigh cracked it open, the home run, smacked that into the upper levels, and then we had a just bunch of singles in a row. Won the game oh. like six to one, six to two. It was a, it was a great baseball game, the first one I'd ever been to. What what's Let's get a rerun of like de- let's get a detailed rerun of what happened post All Star break for the Seattle Mariners. It was it was, dude. I mean, it started off like that first game. I had so much hype because we had been playing 
like probably our best baseball right before the break. Right before the break. No, exactly. There was a lot to be excited about. And that in that first game, we hosted the Detroit, a, a Detroit team that was going. To <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we just could not buy a hit in that game. I was like, oh, so same old Mariners. And I just thought, huh, all all of that just you know, they're just they're just they're just going to listen. They're going to listen. You know, they're going to listen to Detroit like this. And then um, they lose the first two to Detroit. But then they bounce back and they win two in a row. They beat Minnesota. They, and then, Daniel, remember, remember how many series they won in a row after that? It was insane. They uh, they tied with Minnesota and then Toronto at home. They won that two to one. Minnesota again, they won two to one. Arizona, they won two to one. Hey, they went Boston, the- they won two to one. And then they went on their first of many we- we- win streaks in a row. We, they swept Angels in Anaheim, and and Otani was playing very, very but the the Mariners, like, there was like all four of those games were so nerve wracking. No, they were, and at that time, the Mariners and the Angels were neck and neck competing in can the. We, can we give a? Can we give some love? West. Let's give some love to the bullpen. The, the, their stretch during that time. The you bullpen know? was playing great. Everyone was playing great. That was like that was peak Mariners when we swept the Angels. The Angels never recovered, um, and the Mariners looked so good. And then that was the after that that was the series that I went to the Padres game. Um, they won the first one two two nil, and then the second game six to one, so, um, and they improved to sixty two and fifty two ten games ahead of five hundred, which was extremely exciting. Um, hosting. Baltimore in a big series that weekend. Um, that was when uh, the King Felix Hernandez got inducted into the Hall of Fame. Yep. Right. And uh, in fitting Mariners fashion, they couldn't get a hit that game, <laughs> and they <laughs> lost that series. Their first series loss in yeah. like. Oh yeah, you ready for this, Daniel? They had won ten and eleven series. Yeah. No, I believe it. Yes, and um, that one, the one series they lost. Was uh, the the one against the Orioles, where they just they, mm-hmm. they that but one... then they came out of that Orioles series and they kept winning. They had another one, two. They had another eight game win streak where they um, went three one against Kansas City, swept the Houston Astros in Houston, and that <laughs> was peak. That was like peak Mariners sweeping the Astros. Man, I mean, that, that was that was awesome to see, but. The other thing about this stretch is we played a lot of crappy teams. Uh, Kansas City twice, the A's a bunch, the White Sox a bunch. Um, And so we were able to get a lot of wins. And then I want you to talk me through Seattle in September. Um, Oh, yeah. Okay, well, the only – I'm also going to highlight this. Like a lot, a lot of our only losses during the winning streaks were walk-off losses. We were in every single game. We were. I mean, we were the um, best team in baseball from from late July, like all the way through August. We were. We had the best record in baseball. We were the most hyped team in baseball. The most posted team in baseball. Um, had like the best record. I mean, it was looking really, really amazing. Our pitching was doing amazing, and our Julio, Julio and the boys were looking good, and it was just—it was a really great time to be a Mariners fan. Cal, um, Cal was looking yep. great, yeah. 
and then two, two walk off. Like, so we, we lost that one to the Royals, and, and, uh, then, and then eight in a row, and then we lost a walk off to the to the White Sox. But it was like we felt good because we were in every single one, you know, and we like, were. We were we were just dominant. We were it was like dominant baseball. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, then September. Then we went to New York, and uh, yeah, it was it was terrible. The Mets, um, Dude, our first that, series that, loss. That, that, that Mets should not have been that stressful. It shouldn't have, and it was it was stressful, and it was bad. It was the beginning of the end of the season. Um, we lost a series to the Mets. We lost a series to the Reds. We lost a series to Tampa. We. Uh, we won a series against the Angels, and then we got swept by the Dodgers at home. Um, one, we swept the A's, and then uh, it was it all came down to the final three series um, at Texas, home against the Astros, and home against the Rangers. And Seattle couldn't get it done. I mean, everything choked. The pitching fell apart. The hitting fell apart. The hype around Seattle baseball fell apart. And hey, I'm gonna say one thing. When we were pitching good, we couldn't buy a hit. When we're hitting good, pitchers could not, could, they couldn't even, like, we, we, we would be getting, we would be better. I remember that second game in Texas. Oh, no, it was the third game in Texas. And Seager's hitting home runs, Simeon's hitting home runs, Carter's hitting home runs. And mm-hmm. we, we're, we're starting to come back. And we cut it to one run. And then, and then the next inning, you know, they get three more runs. And then it's just like, like, I, it was just so, Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong for Seattle during that, yeah. during that stretch of September, and we lost mm-hmm. Cincinnati. We got we got walked off so many times, bro. It's not even it's not even. <laughs> it, it was so bad. We just ah uh, so many losses after being so good, and it was a disaster. Like ESPN had we had like a ninety eight percent chance to make the playoffs like mid August, and uh, it certainly didn't help that we were in the most competitive division in all of baseball with Seattle, the Astros and the Rangers. And really none of the three teams wanted to win the division. It was, yeah, it was, was kind of crazy. They were all, um, they were, they were all struggling towards the end there. They were. And then Seattle, uh, missed the playoffs by like one game. Didn't even make the wild card. It was oh man, back to depression in Seattle after the all-star game being there. And then just how hot they'd been, how amazing they'd been. I remember I was working, and I'd also uh, – what was it called? Stream East? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Stream East was a, a little – a nice little website that allowed you to stream Mariners games. Um, it was it was awesome. And I'd, like, drive around in my golf cart watching Mariners games. And then JP, man, he'd hit a home run, and it'd be so hype. And, Yeah. We missed the playoffs, and uh, let's let's talk about the offseason because there's been a lot of stuff that's gone hey, down in the offseason. Hey, let's talk about one pivotal game real quick. Talk one the, game first? Okay. There were, there was a lot of pivotal games in the stretch, but one of the biggest chokes I've ever seen. So the Mariners are playing a, a non-competitive Anaheim Angels, okay? Yeah. And mm-hmm. we, we were, it, was like, it was a tough watch, you know, but they finally got their stuff together in a 3-3, three to three, bottom of the, the ninth or 10th inning. We had three people on base with nobody out. 
and we could not get a run in. We lost <laughs> that game. Do you remember that, Daniel? I do. No, I do. That that was, was when you're already at the ground and you somehow got lower. Yeah. No, I remember Seattle really struggled to score when we had bases loaded, no outs. I mean, that was one of our weaknesses. We were so bad. I mean, that's the definition of choking. It is. I mean, you know, I mean, I know it's, mm-hmm. I know there's a lot of pressure, but you ca- you have to perform, especially that that time of the season. There's no other way around it than we just came up short, you know, and. Exactly. I, I, like, I would text you. I'd be so pissed off after. Dude, we I, would text each other like every loss, just so mad because we shouldn't have been. Man, Seattle had been doing so well. They had no excuse. <sighs> don't worry. They get they get to watch their Husky stuff. Oh, man. Don't even say that. Don't even <laughs> Man. Well, let's, uh, let's get into the offseason because um, – Winning 54%, as manager's, general manager said, is all it takes to be able to be in playoff contention and World Series contention. And we won 54% of games this year and didn't even make the playoffs. <laughs> and um, a couple of players who I think Seattle had a serious chance of getting this offseason. Number one, uh, Blake Snell. And number two, Shohei Otani. Um Let's, let's start off with Snell. Cy Young award winner for the 2023 season. Uh, absolute stud pitcher for the San Diego Padres. Wanted to be a Seattle Mariner. So, Zach, you tell me, what went wrong? Um, what, went, what went wrong with um, like the season or what went wrong with what? No, with, with Snell in the offseason. Oh, with Blake Snell? Um, yeah. You know, he's a, he's a good guy. Uh, he's he was born in Seattle, right? Born in Seattle, wanted to come play for Seattle. Yeah, well, we like the, you know, we would rather ha- uh, trade for apples and oranges and people that, you know, um, you know, they, 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 might be the, they might not be the best at baseball, but they take a cheap pay cut, you know? And so, and <laughs> family, that's all that matters. Yeah. We can't win 54% of games. We have too good of a lineup, you know? So No, it's, it's actually insane how uh, the only thing we've done this offseason is trade away some of our key components for even worse components. Oh, yeah. Like, all the- Gino and J.K. I, I know I harped on Gino a little bit there, but come on. Like, we got him for nothing. We, for absolutely nothing. A bag of donuts. A bag no, of yeah. half-eaten donuts. They <sighs> old half-eaten donuts, man. And then we got J.K. for nothing either. No, yeah. Tr- traded away. Man. No, Kellenic was such a passionate Mariner. And he was becoming a good player and traded him away for some spare change. Hey, he's going to fit in that Braves lineup pretty well. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's the thing about the Mariners is we uh, we don't need any more of these terrible – I mean, not terrible, but just mid-players. You know, we have enough of the midness. We needed some star power this offseason. And our uh, cheap franchise had the money to pay some of these stars. Um, designated hitter, Shohei Otani. Wanted, or I don't know about wanted, but definitely was considering Seattle. And he, he got the thing. Seattle was kind of a toss-up. He, he said the Blue Jays. Maybe the Dodgers. Well, nah, but you you remember in uh, the All-Star game when the crowd was, like, chanting Shohei, Shohei? I mean, I think the Mariners could have made an effort to try to get him, but they didn't. Yeah. Right? In- instead, they made an effort to trade away some of our more solid players for, uh, as you said, apples and oranges. For nothing. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
let's be honest. Did you really think that they would even like have a no. chance being show? Because like the management. No, but, but I had hope. But I had hope. So bad though. Man. And I, I, I don't mind. I don't mind Scott's service, but you know, just I, 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 I do like Scott. I do like Scott's service. He has. He has made some. You know. He's made a couple of questionable calls. Questionable calls, but so does every management manager. So I, I would definitely keep him. You know. Yeah, I mean, the only thing this manager's team was missing was one more star, in the off season, um, and the management instead said, uh, "Let me bring in a couple of guys to fill our farm teams." So <laughs> let's trade Gino and Countess <laughs> for a bag of half eaten donuts. Let's let's trade Kellenic to a single egg bench warmer. I know, like I mean, <laughs> I wonder what J.K. feels. You know, like what? Hey, at least he get to go to Atlanta, man. That's that's fire as hell in Atlanta, man. It ain't cool to like, like it is in Seattle and Atlanta. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I, that's what I was saying. But we'll miss you. You know, we'll miss him a lot. And Gino, I mean, as questionable as he was down the clutch stretch, he was also a great player and uh, he brought such, the such a great. Such a great third baseman, and he represented Seattle baseball. Oh, and, his, defense, uh, his defense was amazing. I, I never harped on that. Yeah, and what does Seattle do when they find someone who loves their city? We ship them off. We ship them off. That's out of here. Yeah. Bye-bye. Uh, Adios. No, uh, package stuff. Yeah, I mean, <sighs> I don't know. I, I want to look forward to next season. Um but so far, this offseason has just been so dry for us Mariners. Uh, I just keep seeing social media posts of, um, we'll miss you. We'll miss you, J.K. You, you're a great player for us. Uh, shouldn't have kicked the cooler. Yes. It's wild. It's wild. But, uh, well, you got anything else to say about uh, the most mid-team in baseball, Seattle Mariners? Is this... Uh, it just it, it it was a bitter inning to the season, definitely, and uh, a lot of sour taste in my mouth. I bet you would say the same. I would. Uh, and I, I just I, I just remember like that that run in like early August. Uh, this peak Mariners baseball, man! It was just so fun to be a, so fun to be a part of. Yeah, it, it, like that was. <laughs> I thought we were going to win the World Series. I, I was saying Mariners. I, I, I mean, now I look delusional. I was saying it too. Yeah, that was. But um, I am excited to see what. I mean, it's just it's hard to be excited for a team when its own management is saying what's playing when fifty four percent of the games. Who says that stuff? <laughs> exactly. You know, That's like what? That that should not be the point of view. Like you. You, you want to win as much. Your, your goal is to win as many games as possible. What does Julio think of that, you know? Yeah. But, hey, I mean, we maybe at the trade maybe at the trade deadline we can, you know, find something. But who knows, you know? Yeah. No, who knows? Well, I want to thank you very much, Zach, for coming on the podcast. Um it's been, it's been real fun talking about the Mariners with you, and uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, man. Have a, have a great night. You too, man. See you.